welcome back to another episode of the press room i'm your host cooper shepherd i'm joined by as always my good friend nathan bressel nathan what is on your mind today um man it's been honestly, a while it's been it's been a little over a week yeah honestly there's a lot on my mind um Dallas was super fun, but super tiring. I always feel like crap the week after Dallas, just yeah, just missing it, and also like just groggy and kind of just out of it. So I've kind of just been out of it this week. But um, as far as sports go, there's a lot of football crap going on right now. <laughs> just a lot of like, just a lot of like, like, like drama, like just drama, like just stuff that like like for the middle of the year, like you don't really see a lot. Like right now I'd consider kind of being the dog days of, of the season, you know, teams are, you know, either really hot and don't want to see their bye week because they have momentum or there seems like crawling to their bye week because they're hurt and they're terrible or whatever. But I feel like there's just a lot of crap that obviously we're going to get into here, but. Yeah. Going back to the Dallas show, just want to let everybody know I made my biggest play in the card game. Spent over two grand on a Shea card. Flipped it. Didn't even have it for 24 hours. Flipped it for a little over double. So that, that was nice. We love to see it. Welcome to the game, Koopy. All right. To the podcast. I'm going to get a little, a little, uh, little into it right here. Chances are, if you're listening to this podcast, you can drive. According to my analytics, my average age on this podcast is like 19 to 21. Don't fucking drink and drive. It's the dumbest possible thing you can do in the world. It is the most selfish thing you can do. Obviously, I'm referring to the Henry Rugg situation. I mean, he's he's lucky he's okay, but like, dude, like 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 the price of an Uber is cheaper than the result of drinking and driving. And also the NFL is partnered with Lyft, meaning all NFL players ride Lyft for free for the rest of their lives. So it's just it's just a situation. And people are making jokes about it on the internet just because that's what the internet does. But like at the end of the day, there's things that happen in sports that are serious that people poke jokes at. And it's just like, I feel like it's not one of those things. So don't ever drink and drive, call somebody. Like, I mean, we see this happen too often. Even just like, like the only reason this is in the spotlight is because it's a pro athlete. Like, it happens all the time to everyday people. So, I mean, just what, what, what's your take on it? Yeah, obviously it's a a very tough um, situation. Um, I'm not even gonna begin to act like I know what it's like to be in that situation. I actually have had a friend, not a friend, an acquaintance who I played baseball with in high school who, um he was in rugs situation. So he actually, um, he wasn't, he wasn't drunk, but he hit someone, um, and it killed in a car accident. So I kind of have a perspective on that, but not really. Um, but yeah, obviously it's tough. You feel for the family and condolences to them. And, um, it was a 22 or 23 year old woman and her pet dog. Um, obviously super tough there. You never expect that to happen at such a young age. Um, and then obviously, you know, Ruggs didn't get into that car wanting to kill somebody. You know, there was no ugly intent about it. Um, and hopefully he has some people behind him that can support him through this 
this time in his life that he's about to enter and hopefully um he learns from his mistake but ultimately a life was lost and there probably should be some justice and some payment for that even though it is a tough situation he made a decision to get behind that car and put his life and his girlfriend's life at risk um and someone paid the price for it so uh, i mean if the if the system decides that there's a penalty for that then by all means they're they're right to do that because the penalty is up to 20 years it's two to 20 years for that for that um charge if he's committed so yeah i mean and um, he's that's obviously his career's probably over unless he gets a very short sentence and gets back into the nfl but like i mean that obviously that's something he's probably feeling a certain way about himself knowing that he killed somebody and that's that's a consequence in itself that he's going to kind of have to live with that for the rest of his life uh much deserved i would say but um yeah, I mean, it sucks. It sucks to see that. And... Yeah, it's um, like I said, it's it's a tough spot because you feel for both sides. Obviously, Ruggs' family is heartbroken. And ultimately, this is about life. This isn't about football. So hopefully at some point he can um, work out to where, you know, if he comes back to football, great. If someone wants to give him a shot, great. But then again, also, if he doesn't, then hopefully his life is panned out to where and he's done enough to where he can take care of himself and provide for himself after, after prison or after this incident is over, however it plays out. So. And I did see, I saw that, I saw someone said his bond or his bail was 150 grand. Is that true? Because I feel like if that was the case, he'd be out. Um, I actually do not know. I'd have to look that up. I didn't see anything about that. Like all I know is that, the only thing I've heard about the court case is that his lawyer is a really, really like his lawyer's like top notch. Um, I don't know anything about his. Let me Google it real quick. Because I saw that his bail was 150K and I was like, first of all, that sounds kind of low for killing somebody. And second, Let's if see. that was the case, wouldn't he just bail himself out? Like he's. Probably- yeah, there's an article here that was posted tonight or yesterday um hundred fifty thousand dollar bail he's out of jail after posting his bail he still faces his charges so he's out of jail so is he this article is he gonna get jail time like yeah yeah so bail just bails you out of until until they yeah until you're until your case is solved and convicted then then he goes back to prison yeah but that bail is just so he's out of jail um, until until he's convicted, yeah, yeah, yep. So he's out of jail. All right. Well, we'll move on from that. Um, Aaron Rodgers is out this week with COVID. This is kind of a funny situation because he's not vaccinated. Before the season, he said he said that he was immunized. Mm-hmm. I, I assume that was supposed to mean that he was vaccinated. I guess he just meant it as like not not the COVID vaccine, but he's not yeah. vaccinated. He got COVID. He's out for this week. Maybe I think he might be out for two weeks. I don't even know. But so, Jordan loves turn. Yeah. So and the thing with Aaron Rodgers is he spoke on Pat McAfee's show today. So they have if you if you're familiar, uh, familiar with Pat McAfee's show, they always have Aaron Rodgers on on Tuesdays at 1 p.m. 
but since he's in quarantine, he came on today as well. And he kind of explained what he meant by what he said back in August. So his immunization. So apparently one of the like one of the treatments. So the COVID shot treats like two strands of DNA, or I don't know how the science works, but apparently in one of those strands, there's a supplement that is in the vaccine that Aaron Rodgers is allergic to. So that's why he didn't get the vaccine is because he's actually allergic to something in the vaccine that would be putting whatever in his body. So he came up with some research and some some doctors to do an immunization. So they did some kind of treatments to do something similar to what a vaccine would do, but it's not an actual vaccine. So that's how he explained it on the Pat McAfee show today. And then, um, yeah, so he's out for 10 days automatically because he doesn't have the vaccine, even if he tests negative. Um, and then he has to have a negative test to come back after those 10 days. But so the, the first day he can come back is the day before their next game next Sunday. Okay. So it'll be interesting to see I, if he's I, not in the building, will he start that game? I, I would think he, I would think he would. Yeah, I would think so too. Cause on, on his interview today too, he was kind of like when I had COVID, he was pretty asymptomatic. Like he felt fine. Like it was just like a cold. Um, that's how he said he felt. Like he said, he said, if it was anything but COVID, like if it, if it was the flu or a stomach bug, he would be playing on Sunday. Like no doubt. Yeah. But yeah. since it's COVID, he has to sit out. And that's why he was frustrated. And that's why a lot of players are frustrated too. But obviously you have to follow the protocol and that's a whole different conversation for another day. But so that means Jordan Love, who's never started, I think he's taken, I don't know, maybe like 10 snaps in his career. Like he's not played a lot and he's going to get his first career start. And I've not really heard a lot of good things about Jordan Love. I hear a lot of things. that's just like, he's kind of like bad, but uh, I guess we'll see on Sunday. Yeah. It'll be interesting to see. Uh, they play the chiefs, I think. So their defense has been terrible this year. So yeah. um, it'll be interesting to see how much they rely on Aaron Jones and kind of what the game plan is to attack that defense. Um so it'll be an interesting game for sure. I don't know what time that game starts, but it'll be one I'm definitely trying to watch. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, you could see the air of Aaron Rodgers. Yeah, I love Aaron Rodgers. Since I've, since I've become a fan of the Pat McAfee show, Aaron Rodgers has been, like, someone that I've, like, really, like, just the way he looks at life in his interviews. Yeah. Like, on that show are super cool. Like, he's just a super down-to-earth guy, like – I feel like he had he's he's got kind of a bad rap with the media, especially when he was younger. That he was just kind of a, a turd and like he didn't really care. Yeah. And now he like now that he's spoken on the show, because Pat McAfee's show is like super laid back. Like they talk about whatever. Like it's not like normal media is. And Aaron Rodgers, he just kind of talks and he's like pretty honest and straight up and like he's a chill guy. Like he just doesn't care anymore. Like he's 37, his legacy's kind of cemented. Like he doesn't care. So he just says whatever he wants to say. <laughs> it's pretty cool, but. All right. Um, Odell Beckham Jr. is, it looks like he's about to get, re- has he been released yet? He has. Okay. So yeah, Odell Beckham Jr. is a free agent or he's on the waivers. He can go wherever he wants. Pending the team wanting him. Mm-hmm. So what happens to OBJ and why did him and Baker Mayfield not work out? 
So the big thing that I think caused everything, I guess Odell's just been frustrated. I don't know for how long, but he wanted to go to the Browns to play with Jarvis and obviously having a young quarterback like Baker who just got drafted or whatever is exciting. But the, the whole thing that started the thing this week, at least in my opinion, was the video of Odell Beckham Jr.'s dad basically bashing yeah. Baker. Yeah. Um, and it kind of just they told Odell to I guess stay home and all this yeah, stuff. It was crazy. I saw like Odell, like he wanted like he was ready to go to practice and Stefanski was like, nah, just stay home. Yeah. Like, okay. I think there's more going on behind that than they're really telling us, but OBJ's been struggling with injuries. Like he was out all last year. You could tell he's not hundred percent healthy this year. Um I I I mean, sure, he can help out a team that needs a receiver like the Packers or maybe the Raiders with without rugs now and yeah and stuff like that. But like just dealing with OBJ's crap kind of is just not <laughs> It's just, I don't know if I'd want to deal with it. I, f- I feel like he's a player that if you just put him on the right team, he's fine. Like Antonio Brown was such a nutcase. Yeah. And now that he's like on the books, like there's, you don't ever hear, like they have no problem. Yeah. I definitely agree with that 100%. It just depends on the situation. But if things start to go wrong, he's going to be a guy that's more toxic than helpful to your team. And he's not really going to be a leader like that. So uh, I could see a Packers playing with Aaron Rodgers being a good being a good spot for him um i bro, i think the raiders should try to go get him but i think the raiders will try to it's just they've got so much crap going on right now that i don't know if they want to deal with obj too you know what i mean like they lost their head coach this year to some crazy circumstances they just lost a guy who's a young promising guy and the raiders are floating above water if they make the playoffs this year it's a miracle like they're a good team but like they just had so much adversity go on yeah it'd be it'd be it'd be crazy to see them in the playoffs and then is this gonna be the end of the browns uh little relevance run because like you see i mean obviously odell's out does his best friend get upset and just do the like does it just go down the chain and they just kind of like fall apart or do they stay good at this point, I don't know. <laughs> I kind of like, hear what you have to say. Like, I wouldn't be surprised if they kind of just, like, fell apart from here. Yeah. I mean, that division is tough. Like, we've talked – I've talked about this before. The AFC North is probably the toughest division in football this year. Like, they got a lot of division games left at the end of the year. And I – I mean, Nick Chubb hasn't – he's been questionable the past three weeks, but he's ended up playing. Baker's got a shoulder. Odell's gone. Like – yeah they've got to play the Bengals and the Steelers and the Ravens probably at least both teams one more time like it's just I don't know the big the Browns are no I don't know yeah we'll see we'll see what happens um on to the goat Mike White Zach Wilson was out last week they had a janitor by the name of Mike White come in Started through 37 of 45 for 405 yards and three touchdowns. Got the dub versus the very good looking Cincinnati Bengals. Yeah. Yeah, I didn't I didn't really watch that game. Um <laughs> in all honesty. I mean, um, it was the Jets and the Bengals. Yeah. Like everybody like it was like, okay, Jets win 31-7. I mean, I mean, Bengals won 31-7. Like that's that's what everybody thought would happen. 
Yeah, I mean, props props to him, man. I don't I don't know what he did or what he woke up and had for breakfast that day, but he did something and I think I saw a stat that I was I saw on Twitter that this was the first time a Jets corner uh, quarterback has thrown for over 400 yards in a game in like 10 years. That's how bad they are. Should he just start over Zach Wilson? Because uh, he, he's still young. He got drafted in like 2017, 2018. I think he's 2018. I think he's Baker's class. So, I mean, and then last – okay, why did why did uh, Josh Johnson play last night? Because Mike White got hurt in the game. Okay. Yeah. Cool. He went seven for eleven for ninety-five yards and a touchdown before he got hurt. Yeah, I think he. I think he got hurt in like the second quarter. In all honesty, Josh Johnson. I mean, they lost, but he didn't do. No, he put up some numbers. He had like three hundred yards. He had three seventeen for three touchdowns. Yeah. I mean, bro, fuck Zach Wilson. <laughs> like, I mean, the Jets put up thirty points. I mean, I, I don't know. know. I don't know if it's their coaching or their game plan, but like, I feel like the offense is like super tight with Zach Wilson in the game. And like with Mike White and Josh Johnson, they're just like, Hey, screw it. And just go play ball. Like that's what it seems like to me, honestly. I don't, I don't know if it's a morale thing with the guys or like a coaching scheme thing. I don't know, but they seem to be a lot looser and the offense seems to be clicking with the guy, the other guys. Yeah. It's weird. I don't know. I kind of like it though. It's kind of funny. If Zach Wilson comes back, they'll start one of those guys. Uh, when is Zach Wilson supposed to come back? Um, I don't know. I think he just has like concussion, right? It's not anything like crazy. Let me look. Um, I say if there's one more game without him and you start one of those people and they play good and they win, yeah, you roll with them. Let's see. But it's like at the same time you drafted Zach Wilson with your first round pick and it's like, I don't know. He has a sprained PCL. So I, I on this article that I'm reading, the earliest they expect him to be ready is maybe week 10. Okay. So, so at least another week without him. So if they if next game they start Mike White and he plays good and they get the win, I see you just roll with him until you have a reason not to. I want to say but it's, the same, but like but it's like you also I mean he was their first he was their first round draft pick and it's like yeah, I think they're going to give him every opportunity to prove himself and to get playing time down this stretch because they're going to want him to play to see what they have with them. And but it's like, want- it's like, what if Mike White just starts playing and then he actually becomes a like NFL starter for five years and he's like, like a good player? Yeah, like, <laughs> It'd be crazy. I mean, he's, he's young, like you never know. So it's just like, I don't know. We'll see what they do. Yeah. Um, some terrible news for me as a Titans fan. Derrick Henry is out for the season. Absolutely sucks. Obviously, he's, he's our best player. Like nobody can stop Derrick Henry. But um, yeah, he's out for the rest of the season. I don't even remember what he did. I I don't even know. But it's a leg or a knee, right? But uh, they signed Adrian Peterson. So we'll see how he's already on the active roster. By the way, I think he's going to play tomorrow or on Sunday. But yeah. do the Titans keep rolling or does I mean obviously no Derrick Henry is gonna hurt them, but like yeah, I think they're still the the division favorite by far, but um when they get to the playoffs, I don't I don't 
I don't see them going super far in the AFC. The NFC is pretty wide open, but the AFC, I think there's a couple of teams that'll be there, and that's kind of it. I don't really expect anybody else to really be an upset type team and come from the wild card like that and lose their best player. And I just don't see them being a long haul type team. Yeah, I agree. There's not really much to talk about with that. It's just kind of like, well, it sucks. We'll see. I had so many people like hitting me up in our fantasy league this week, like, hey, I lost Derrick Henry. Like, what do you want for one of your backs? Because I have Kamara, Mixon, and Najee Harris. So he was like, hey, what do you want for Alvin Kamara? I was like, nothing. I don't want like Jamar Chase and like someone else. And he's like, no, I don't want to do that. And I'm like, well, I've got three horses in my backfield. So you're going to have to give me like probably your best player to get my best player. So he was like, what do you want for Najee? And I was like, he offered me Damian Harris and like uh, DJ Moore. And I was like, I mean, DJ Moore's decent, but like I already have good receivers too. Like I have Godwin who puts up like 17 a game and I have Phelan who puts up like 13. So I was like, I don't really need yeah, – Yeah, that'd be a pointless trade. So I was like, no. <laughs> I think I'm actually – I think I have the best record in our fantasy league. Yeah, you're in the lead right now. I have – I'm tied for second best. I'm like that, bro. I picked up Adrian Peterson on waivers. So he's on my bench though. Bro, I, didn't, I didn't even think about it. That's I just picked him up because I was like, screw it, because Robert Tunyon went on IR for me. So I was like – I'm just going to pick up to fill the roster spot and see how he does. And then if not, I can just trade him because <laughs> I have mixing Kamara and like, and uh, shoot Najee. So I don't, I don't need another back, but. All right. Uh, trade deadline was yesterday or the day before. Uh, it was like Monday. Well, there's really nothing to talk about from that, except Devon Miller to the Rams for a bag of chips and a Turkey sandwich. Basically dude. I think Von, Von Miller's out for the season, right? Or will he? Or will he be back? No, he's playing. He's playing right now. If I mean, he'll be back in the season. I don't know if he's still hurt, but I thought be... I thought he was out for. I thought he got hurt before the season started, and he was out for the rest of the season. I don't think so. That, am I just tripping? I maybe I'm just retarded. Yeah, he he played he he played October twenty first. Okay, well, now the Rams have Aaron Donald and Von Miller and Jalen Ramsey and a good offense. So we'll see what happens with that. Yeah, the rich just got richer, basically. So the the terms of the deal. So the Rams gave up their second and third round picks. Uh, I think this year's picks actually. Um, and obviously the Rams are known for, they don't care about their picks. Like they don't have a first round pick for like the next three years. Yeah. Cause they've traded for Ramsey and Stafford and all those guys. Um, they're definitely in win now mode. So the Rams or the Broncos got second and third round picks. The Broncos sent $9 million and Von Miller to the Rams. And that 9 million is to pay for Von Miller's salary. So they basically, they basically like, they got a second and third round pick to get Von Miller off the roster and to get him off the books is basically what happened. Cause like, I guess they knew they weren't going to re-sign him or something cause he's a free agent this off season. So it's basically a rental. Yeah, and so might as well just take what you can get. Yeah. Second and third rounder for a guy who's going to play eight weeks and you're not going to make the playoffs. Like, sure. Why not? 
But obviously, it's Von Miller. He's your cornerstone guy on that team right now, longest tenured player probably at that point. Um, I don't think he was expecting the trade, according to the tweets that I read. Yeah. But I mean, obviously, he's not as good as he used to be, Super Bowl MVP type player. But yeah, like he'll I mean, make a difference. But like you still like you're not you still got to pay attention to Von Miller and Aaron Donald now. So it's like and Jalen Ramsey. <laughs> yes, like. I mean, they've got Bradley Chubb, so they'll be cool for a little bit. And the Broncos are really pretty mediocre. Like, they're not going to win the division or be in a playoff team, I don't think. So, might as well. But And then also that that front office is kind of underwater, too, because they need to figure out what the heck they're doing with their quarterback. Like, yeah, they got to figure something out this offseason or they got to have a plan because if not, that the head coach and that, that front office will be seeing the boot here pretty soon, I would imagine. Yeah. All right, we're going to take a break right here, and then we'll get into a preview of college football this week and our thoughts on the first playoff rankings. All right, guys, we are back. Let's get into a college football preview of this week. Before we do that, though, I just wanted to let you know that your Ohio State Buckeyes almost lost to Penn State. You were claiming that they'd win by, like, 30 it was close. It was close. Yeah. Um, not the game that I was expecting, um, but Penn State always gives us a tough time, so I'm not surprised at all. Um, but, yeah, I was glad to see our guys kind of go through a gritty win. You know, we really hadn't had a game like that um, where we haven't blown out a team or lost to Oregon, honestly, um, where we've had to play a complete game and – play all four quarters and see our guys in the game the whole time. So it was good to see them come through some adversity and, and uh, get a win like that. Um, But yeah, Penn state's obviously not like, they're always going to be a tough team, but this year they're kind of beat up. Like Clifford is obviously still hurt. and um, They don't have a a huge back. Like they usually always do like Noah Kane is solid, but he's not what he thought we were going to be like what what we thought he was going to be coming out of high school and, um, but they're always a tough team, so um, it'll be interesting to see how they finish. I hope they finish strong because they're a good team. They deserve to be in a good bowl game. Okay, actually, we're going to talk about two games from last week just because there's not a whole lot of good games this week. Um, the team you hate more than anything lost to Michigan State. The Michigan Wolverines got beat. Yeah, very, very excited to see that. If I want to, If I want to see one team, yeah. I needed I needed one of those teams to 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 be undefeated. So I'm glad it's Michigan State over Michigan. So hopefully when we play Michigan State here in a couple of weeks, the week before Thanksgiving, they're still undefeated. Um, I hate saying this, but I hope Michigan continues to be decent. So when we beat them, we beat the brakes off them. Uh, the last weekend of November, it looks pretty good too, going into the Big Ten championship. So um, and the overrated. As fuck, Iowa Hawkeyes lost to Wisconsin. Wisconsin. Yeah, they're dog crap. Bro, bro, they should have never even been in the top ten. Bro, just I mean, like you had to put them they there. Were, they were, they were the number two ranked team but, bro, in the nation three weeks I've ago. I've been saying this. Iowa is <laughs> so ass, bro. <laughs> like, yeah. like, I, like, I'm being 100% serious when I say this. I think Tennessee could either – keep it within seven or win against Iowa. 
right now. Yeah, I wouldn't be surprised at that either. Um, I, I don't even know what to say, bro. Like, the Big Ten is just so weird this year. Like, there's so many teams that are pretty decent. It's kind of It kind of reminds me of the SEC, like, mid-tier teams where they all just beat up on each other and no one's really good and they all finish, like, four and four. Like the, and there's like all the, at the top. Like, bro, that's, like, that's, that's what's happening right now with, like, Ole Miss, Arkansas, Kentucky. Yeah. And, like, Mississippi State. That's literally everyone but Michigan State and Ohio State and Michigan at this point. Like, obviously, they all, they all have to play each other at some point. But it's kind of like that where all the mid-tier teams are beating up on each other. Like, Illinois beat Penn State. I was losing games now. Wisconsin had a promising start, and then they suck now. Like, you know, Maryland's a decent team that can come up and beat somebody. Like, it's just all, like, it's a new, like, it's a, it's a crazy, it's a crazy conference, honestly. All right, on to this week. Um, there's not very – there's only one ranked-on-ranked game. Uh, yeah, there's only one ranked-on-ranked game, but it's a good one. It's Auburn and Texas A&M, 13 and 14. Auburn beat Ole Miss last week, I think. Yeah, Auburn beat Ole Miss last week. They're both 6-2. and two. It's just – I predicted that game also. Just like, congrats. <laughs> it's, it. just, it's just like one of those, like you were just saying, the mid-SEC teams are just like – they're 13 and 14. They're not gonna make they're not gonna win the SEC, but it's just like they're both good. So yeah, I've got Auburn in that game again. They're rolling. Bo Nix is playing with his hairs on fire. Like Bo Nix is that guy the past couple weeks. He yeah, really is. He's that fun to guy. I know, bro. Ever since that Penn State game, like I'm taking AM though. All right. They're predicted, they're predicted by four and a half. I'm gonna go they win by three. Who's on the road? Who's the home team? Um, hang on. Let me look. Either way, I'm still going with Auburn. It's at Kyle Field, so that's AM, right? Yeah, it's AM. Yeah. All right. Um oh, your Ohio your Ohio State Buckeyes play Nebraska. I'm not gonna lie, I hope it's a close game. Dub. I could see it, but like. No, it's probably. uh it's the big it's the fox uh big noon game tomorrow so it's an 11 a.m start here so i'll get up and watch it before i go to work but um yeah i think we're favored probably by at least 21 right 14 and a half that's it yeah we'll win by 28 you said that last week okay this is nebraska Adrian Nebraska. Martinez, baby. Adrian Martinez has been on that team for like eight years. It feels Adrian like. Martinez, he's been, baby. He's been the quarterback of that team for so long. Okay. That dude's got to be twenty six. Like, all right, bro. let's look. I'm gonna look real quick. Hang on. Yeah, speaking of him, yeah, I forgot that he was like, bro, this dude is legit, like a sixteen senior. I swear. Um, Adrian Martinez. It's he's their his, leading. Do what? It's only his fourth year. Are you serious? He's their leading rusher too. He's got 451 yards. Bro, he's only he's only 21. Bro, he's been their starter for four years though. He's not bad either. He's just plays he's for Nebraska. For Nebraska. Yeah. yeah. So that'll yeah, be our big thing is containing him. I'm gonna pick Ohio State on the over on that one. Um, oh, oh good, good pick, buddy. Thank you. Good pick. All right, thank you, Lee. Who's gonna see play this week? UT Martin, Kentucky. Oh, they're yeah. gonna win. They're gonna win. I let me see what the line is. 
Tennessee's favored by one. Let's go. Is that is that at Neyland? Yeah. All right, I'll go. I'll go Tennessee. Wait, wait, is wait. That their first is that their first home game since they threw bottles? No, hang on. It is no. It's at it's at Kentucky actually. It's at Kentucky. Wait, is the game you're going to in a couple weeks? Is that the first home game since they threw bottles? Yes, it's next week. Is that the first home game? Yes. Since bro, yes. let's go. <laughs> Georgia. They're gonna get their ass whooped. <laughs> I know, it's gonna be like 56 to 3 no it's not gonna bro tennessee's not that bad bro like tennessee not, will not score more than 10 points okay i'm not gonna argue <laughs> no shot but yeah georgia is playing missouri this week and they're favored by 39 and a half 39 and a half bro against who missouri bruh and I'm and I'm not gonna lie, I could see I could see him doing it because Tennessee put up 56 on Missouri. And Missouri? I, I don't know, I don't know if Georgia's offense is better than Tennessee's. It's probably they're probably pretty close, but I know Missouri's not gonna be able to do anything. They're probably gonna have like three points. So I could see him winning by 40 easily. Yeah, that'll be like a 62-3 type game or something. <laughs> Um, other Michigan State, you got Ohio State plays Michigan State next week, right? No, so we play Nebraska, then Maryland, and then Michigan State, then Michigan, and then Big Ten okay. Championship. Well, Michigan State has Purdue this week, so that's, that's sneaky. Good. Purdue's a decent team. They're only bro, Michigan State's only favored by three. Dang, okay, Purdue's yeah. sneaky though. I mean, For your sake, I, I assume you want Michigan State to win that. Yeah, I need Michigan State to win that game. Uh, I'm going to pick Michigan State by, like, 10. I think it'll be somewhat close. Um, I hope so. I need them to win. I hate – teams always disappoint, bro. Like, the one time I need teams to win, they always lose, bro. Damn. Arkansas is now. Speaking of teams that lose and still get credit, freaking Alabama being second just pissed me off, bro. Okay, hang on, hang on. We'll get the playoff rankings in like a minute. All right. Um, why is Arkansas unranked now? Is their ass? They're five and three. Mississippi like four straight. They're five and three. Okay, they lost three straight. Mississippi State is five and three. They're playing each other this week. Yeah, Mississippi State. I don't know how they're ranked seventeenth. Arkansas is favored by four and a half. I don't know how Mississippi State's ranked over Penn State and Arkansas. Like. How how like how are those how is Arkansas and Penn State both unranked and Mississippi State seventeenth? Like that doesn't make sense to me at all. Like yeah, okay, all. okay, okay. Now that we're talking about this, let's get into the rankings. Um so Oklahoma, like I don't like Oklahoma, but I'm gonna I'm just, just common sense here. It's like Oklahoma is number eight, Oregon is number four. But it's like it's like they used the eye test on like half of this rankings. And then they use like resume on the other half. Like, like yeah. Oregon, Oregon should not like if you're using resume, then yeah, Oregon should be over Ohio State because they beat y'all. But like then you use like bro, it just doesn't make sense to me. Yeah. Uh me either. Um, I thought Oklahoma should obviously be higher. Um, the committee must hate the Big 12. Um because Oklahoma's got no love. I understand that they haven't played a really good game at all this year. 
but an undefeated team in a big conference like that should be at least be at least be like top six like like Oklahoma at six makes sense yeah um obviously Georgia's one um my number two I'd, I'd put Michigan State at two over Alabama I really would like oh, sure they haven't played the competition maybe Alabama has but like you can't lose to an unranked team and be a top two team the first ranking like you just can't and then I understand Oregon being ahead of Ohio State. I get that, even though they beat us and their lo- but their loss is worse. I get that. And then since he's not getting any love either, like if Cincinnati wins out, they're still not making the playoff, like at all. Like it's that. Like, that just, it's like A and M last year. Yeah. Like A and M should have made it over Notre Dame last year. Oh, in, easy. In my easy. opinion, but yeah, that's, that, that's a whole other conversation. I could have that all day. But that's what I'm saying. Is like, why is a so why would they put a, a team like Alabama with one loss so high already? when they would take a, un, a, a undefeated Notre Dame over a one loss to a top 14 Texas A&M, like, what, like what's the difference? Like, what's the difference? Because, right? Because the playoff committee is fucking stupid. That's why. Yeah. I, I like my top four right now would be, would be Georgia, Michigan state, Cincinnati, Oregon, Ohio state, Alabama. No, Ohio State, Oklahoma, Alabama. Alabama that far down? You they they lost to an unranked team. I mean, Ohio State's loss was at least a good loss. And it was a close game. Like, like I bro, like it's 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 Alabama. That's why it's, it's Alabama. I, I I I get that, but like you've there's just I'm, no I'm gonna say my top four, like just like like top four as far as I test who I think not based off resume at all completely I test who I think are the top four best teams Georgia Michigan State Alabama Ohio State yeah that's obviously the four top four teams but like you've got to give some teams some credit like Oklahoma should not be eighth who's seven who's above them Michigan like no like like, no, no, like, but like, I mean, yeah, but like, better teams. I'm gonna be honest. Michigan will probably beat the brakes off OU. Yeah, I, I think they would too. But like, okay, but that's what I'm saying. Is the committee trying to? Is the committee doing this by eye test or resume? Because it looks like they're doing like half and half. It's it's like exactly like, what you said. And like, like that's why I hate. That's why I hate this type of stuff where it's top four like this because literally like. Each year, it's a new committee and a new chair in the, that heads the committee. It's like each year, the protocol and the and the stuff is different. It needs to be more consistent with how these teams are getting in and how they're being ranked. Like, 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 I would have loved to see. I did. I usually watch the, the playoff <laughs> rankings release, yeah. and they have the guy, the chair on, and he talks about what the committee saw in the rankings. I would love to see. I need to pull up that interview and watch it of like why they put Oklahoma in, and why they didn't put Cincinnati in the top four, and why they have Alabama at two. Because, like, I get it, but then again, I don't because it it just doesn't make sense all the way. Like, there's there's too many, there's too many like, like you said, like it's half and half. That's that's a perfect analogy for it, honestly. Yeah, like if if we're gonna go complete resume on this, I'm gonna say Georgia one, Michigan State two, Oklahoma three. To be honest, yeah, they haven't lost a game yet. Do it, and then Oregon four, I guess. Yeah, like 
they haven't lost a game yet, so they should be top three in resume. But if you actually watch their games, they're terrible. They can't. They're they're giving up like 40 points a game. So it's just like I would honestly I'd hate to have that job, but I love talking about it just because it's something I'm passionate about and I love college football. Mm-hmm. But I think at the end of the day, they usually end up making the right decision. So I trust them to do that at the end of the day. Once we have all uh, the games completed and everything. Last two years, they haven't made the right decision. It's been if it's been iffy. Like, bro, but- I, I could sit here and talk shit on the playoff committee all day because I think they're honestly like fucking stupid. <laughs> like, yeah, it's it's been iffy. Like, like, honestly, you could like the first year of the playoff when Ohio State was the last seed and then they ended up winning the national championship. There was a very easy argument of putting TCU and Baylor over Ohio State, but they chose Ohio State. Yeah. And, like, it ended up being the right decision because they were the best team that year. But, like, they have probably the hardest – that's why I I would love an eight-team playoff – I know it's it's a couple of years from getting to that probably. Yeah, yeah bro, bro. That's that's that's. I want to see that, bro. So bad. It's just so easy to do. The five conference winners, and three at large, or the five conference winners, one non-power five conference winner, and two at large. But then again, it comes down to okay, seven and eight, nine and ten is now your question instead of three, four, five and six. Like there's always going to be a team that gets snubbed. Honestly. Yeah, but but that, I mean that's going to be so much easier to do than like. Yeah, yeah, I agree. Like, like like leave a team like Cincinnati out, like it like that that's bullshit, bro. Like there's no. Yeah, I mean and I know they, Cincinnati they're not in a Power Five conference, but like they deserve to be in the playoff. But yeah, and, and four teams can make it, and they're not going to. So it solves your issue of having teams that are powerful in the SEC. So let's say let's say Florida is a really good team this year, and they lose to they lose to Alabama but they end up replaying Alabama in the championship game. So that one lost Georgia team who's second in the SEC East, who doesn't get to play in the, in the, in the SEC championship, they're definitely going to be a lock for an at large because they're a one lost Georgia team, even though they didn't get to represent their division, they've got a good shot at getting there. You know what I mean? Like if Georgia loses that game to Florida and they're not even in the SEC championship, they have no, they, they basically have no shot unless they just beat like every other freaking team by like 50. So I think an expanded is good for college football and like do it. Like you don't even have to make it a bowl game, like the sugar bowl and the, like have the first round of eight be at the the top seeds stadium. So if Alabama plays Cincinnati one and eight, have it be in Tuscaloosa. It doesn't have to be a bowl game. Like, yeah, just make it a fucking playoff. Yeah. But I don't know. I mean, I'm, I'm, I'm sure it's going to happen eventually. It's just a matter of when, but yeah. Or just or do like a or do a sixteen playoff and have the one and two seeds get a buy, like the NFL does. Like I I, we'll I like the eighteen do, I like the eighteen we'll better. We'll just do an eighteen playoff. Like, yeah, I like the eighteen better. I would agree, but like there's so many different things you can do. What well, I don't even know why we still have a fourteen playoff. Uh, when did the playoff start? Twenty fifteen. 2014 2015 was january 1st 2015 was the first playoff so 2014 season before that was it just the top two teams played in the national championship yeah. okay. before that it was just the top two ranked teams yeah well, so if that was going into today it would be george alabama yeah well yeah well I not mean, even that because they didn't have the college football playoff committee it was the ap poll that discovered it so it'd be it'd be georgia cincinnati because cincinnati is number two in the ap yeah 
Well, hopefully we'll get an 18 play. I, I would love to see an 18 playoff someday and just like a, a bottom a bottom four seed wins it, which I'm yeah. sure is gonna happen someday. Yeah, Ohio State did it the first year. Yeah, I mean like an 18 playoff and like number seven wins the national championship. Oh, I think that's a definite possibility. Like yeah. look at March Madness. Like any yeah. like oh. if you get like the Braves, like if you get hot at the right time and you're dominating the team down the end of the stretch, like you're gonna you're gonna win games. It doesn't matter if you have Jose Altuve and Carlos Correa. Like yeah. you've got Max Fried and three bullpen arms that can shove. Like it doesn't matter. All right. We'll get to uh, that in a second. Uh, anything else for college football? No, nah, I'm just pissed off. <laughs> you are too. <laughs> Bro, I could sit here and talk shit on the, on the playoff committee all day long. Like we can do this for two more hours. Like I'll call somebody else to hop on. Give <laughs> Like I could do this all night. All right. Anyways, on to NBA. Not too much to talk about. Uh, Warriors look good. They're six and one. Um, Bulls look good. But main thing, of course, we got to talk about it. Ben fucking Simmons. Um, Sixers finding three hundred sixty thousand dollars game salary, and they plan to resume finding him until he cooperates with the team. I guess Nathan, just again, what do you think about this situation? Uh, he needs to be doing what's best for him. And what's best for him is getting into the mental, whatever he's doing and showing up at the facility and playing ball. Um, he needs to start taking the steps and taking responsibility and quit being a little boy and put his big boy trousers on and, and, and do what he needs to do to get better and to figure out the situation instead of hiding and running from it. Like a, like a toddler. That's my opinion. What about you? Uh, yeah. I couldn't have said it better. I mean, I'm tired of hearing about it, honestly. Like it's, yeah. I mean, it's just. I mean, the Sixers are doing good without him. I'm sure. Uh, um, obviously, they want him back. Joel Embiid was like, "Let's support our brother through this." After he talked shit on him, whatever. I mean, I don't. He he, bro. He's a he. he this is what he does for a living. He needs to just stop being a little bitch. Uh, that's all I gotta say. <laughs> all right. On from that. Uh, my Atlanta Braves for the first time in my life. Our World Series hey. champions. Yes, hey. guess, guess who said Braves in six? Guess who said Dodgers in seven? Guess who said Braves in six? Though it doesn't matter. You bitch, get the fuck get the fuck off. Hey, my it's not about how you start. You it's were about praying on my Braves downfall. You were praying on but their. It's downfall. Not about how you start. It's about how you end. All right, I got you it. We're right. praying on their downfall in the NLCS, and they said, "Fuck you, Nathan Bressel. We're gonna win the World Series, and that's what we did, baby. Let's go." Congrats. I'm excited to see a new team win. It was cool. Yeah, it was, especially um, with all the adversity that they faced during the season. Obviously, losing Acuna, losing Mike Soroka, their ace, losing Marcelo Zuna. They made some amazing deals at the trade deadline. Got Jock Peterson, Eddie Rosario, Jorge Soler, who I fucking love. Bro, stop. <laughs> Bro, Jorge, Jorge Soler's a dog. Bro, Jorge Soler. Oh my god, bro. I bro. He was such a he was such a god in the postseason. And Eddie Ros- I, did you watch the postseason? Did yeah. You keep up with it. Bro, Eddie Rosario was a dog too, bro. That man's gonna get paid. And then uh yeah, Jock Peterson, he was all right, but I mean, bro, they got a whole new outfield at the trade deadline, and we just they got hot at the right time and Albies had a good season. Swanson had a good season. Austin Riley had a good season. Freddie Freeman, obviously, he's always a guy. Um, the only thing that sucks 
is Freddie Freeman as a free agent? I can't see him leaving, but I keep seeing things where people are like, or I was when it, literally game six of the World Series. Uh, Joe Buck was like, oh, this could be Freddie Freeman's last at bat as a Brave. Like, no way he leaves Atlanta, right? I highly doubt it, but there's always a shot. You never know. Um, some team could end up, you know, giving him the one of the largest contracts in history. And bro, bro, Atlanta's home. Bro, there's no yeah. way he leaves. I, I don't think he will either. I think he'll be the next chipper type guy. He'll stay there the whole time. But once again, it is a business. He's got a family. Um, if he gets an opportunity somewhere, you never know. Freddie, stay home. I think he will. I think. All he right. Will. I think that's all we got for this episode. You got any last words? Uh, yeah, Buckeyes by at least 28 this weekend. Um, and what was the other one I was going to say? Oh, uh, Jordan Love will get his first career win. I, like, I got the Packers. Hot take, hot take. Against a very bad Chiefs team. No, I didn't mean that. They're not very bad. They're just – They're not good. We'll see. They need to figure um, out. Oh, yeah, I wanted to ask you this. Uh, did you go trick-or-treating? Yeah, I did, actually. Did you get a lot of candy? I didn't go trick-or-treating. Why not? I had to do my homework. So no, I was I tired from the Dallas show. I wish I would have. My brother went. I should have gone with him. But What did he dress up as? Uh, he literally just wore clothes and put a mask on. <laughs> That's me, bro. Just put a black hoodie on and a mask. Yeah, I should have. I guess I will. You, like, walk around with him? No, I didn't even go with him. Oh. I, I was watching the World Series. Yeah. Yeah, that was – yeah, they they lost that night. But. You need to steal some of his candy. Yeah, I know. Um, all I got to say is Tennessee's winning by 14 tomorrow versus Kentucky. Call it right here. Don't at me. Um, oh, that's – All right. Um. As always, thank you guys for listening. Hope everyone enjoyed the podcast. Everybody have a great weekend. Thank you for joining me for a great conversation, Nathan. And we will see you next week. Peace.